The Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Spherix Fungicide from BASF, helping wheat and barley farmers save the season. With two proven active ingredients, Spherix Fungicide delivers more powerful head scab control to finally bring down Dawn. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp. Today, we're having a conversation with Evan Foost. He oversees three business units for CHS, and that totals 40 locations. Evan, you're based in Holyoke, Colorado, but you've got quite the geography. So let's just get kicked off. Tell us a little bit about your role at CHS. Thanks, Margie. Yeah, I'm general manager over three business units in the High Plains uh, geography of the United States. So uh, the business units I cover are CHS High Plains, which is based primarily in Northeast Colorado. Uh, We have some locations in the far Southwest part of Nebraska as well. Then I also oversee two business units in Western Kansas, uh, the CHS Quinter business unit, which is along the I-70 corridor in the northern part of the state. And then the United Plains Ag business units kind of stretches along the Colorado border in Western Kansas. Excellent. Evan, how did you get into ag retail? Uh, So I grew up on a farm and ranch in Southeast North Dakota of all places and uh, loved farming and ranching. I loved the idea. um, wanted to be a farmer rancher, but I had an older brother who's going to take over the farm and probably wasn't enough room for both of us. So I thought, hey, if I can't be a farmer, how can I be as close as possible to helping them and uh, being in the industry? So I went to college, got a degree in ag business management, and I had a dream of managing grain elevators someday. And uh, so I did quite a few internships, uh, moved around the country, lived in different places, worked for different companies, and um, kind of did it all, uh, you know, ag retail in terms of agronomy, crop nutrients, those types of things, along with energy, grain elevators. And uh, I loved it and just kind of worked myself to where I am today. Well, if you could give us a little retrospective, how did 2023 go for you guys across the High Plains? It was a very unique year for us. So 2022 was the driest year in 136 years in our geography. And that is because records go back 136 years. So we, we it's probably even drier than that. So it's it, just a devastating drought for our area. We do have a lot of irrigation in our geography, which helps, but still um, doesn't make up for, for all the all that Mother Nature threw at us. So we came out of 2022 into the winter, and it was the snowiest winter in 39 years. So we ended up having a very wet spring to kick off 23, which was great for the uh, for the spring crops. Um, really got a good start on it. And then as Mother Nature does, threw us another curveball, shut all the rain off in July. So uh, we kind of finished on a dry note, uh, but overall compared to the year prior, uh, didn't take much to beat that, but but we sailed through that. So so we're very happy with 23 as a year, kind of uh, crop production wise, um, big jump up from that, from that devastating drought the year before and kind of helped us reset some things and get the team re-energized. So, so we're excited coming into this winter right now. Oh, that's excellent. So Evan, what is one thing that you guys are trying new in 24? Uh, so one thing that we're trying new is we are, we've kind of reorganized the way that we go uh, into the marketplace. And what I mean by that is we've kind of separated um, our approach uh, to the business into, we'll call it four buckets. We have, we have a, a finance bucket, right? So that's all of our front office, back office type um accounting and finance work. Um, That's one team. And then we have our operations team. They're out there running the assets, making sure we're being efficient with our movements and our strategy. 
but then what's kind of unique is we created a trading arm, which they're taking care of the purchasing of inputs and the sales of grain products. But also we have a go-to-market team, and that might be the most exciting. So um, historically, we kind of did what was standard in the industry. We had dedicated sales uh, professionals for feed, agronomy, energy, grain procurement. And those report up to the respective team. So if you were, um, you know, an agronomy sales representative, you were part of the agronomy team. If you were buying grain from the farmer, you're on the grain team. We took those positions and put them into their own team. So all of our sales staff are together now and again into one go to market team. And that allows us to have a lot more cross functionality. You know, we were looking, um, you know, at our customer base and we would see farms. Hey, we're on that farm. And we're selling them their fertilizer, their seed, their crop protection products, but we don't have their energy business. They're buying their diesel someplace else. And we're a large diesel supplier. Why don't we have that? Or it might be, hey, we're buying their grain. We get every bushel off that farm that's coming to our elevators, but we're not selling them the seed. Why, why is that the case? What are we missing? Where is that cross-functionality? So our hope going into, into 24 is to have this centralized, no, excuse me, not centralized, I should say um, standardized go-to-market approach that allows our professionals to get on that farm gate and try to partner with those growers and make sure that we're meeting all their needs. Yeah. So Evan, what would you say is your favorite part of your job? The variety. Absolutely something different every single day. Um, I uh, I did spend a oh, chunk of my career, about seven years um, in a more corporate setting, living in a cubicle. And uh, I enjoyed that. I learned a lot from it. But that's that's not what really makes me excited every day, the variety of being out here. Um, you know, who, who are we going to get to work with today? Which problems are we going to face? What's the weather going to throw at us today? I love that part of my job. Just sheer variety. Yeah. Well, overseeing 40 locations, thir three business units, you've got to travel a lot. So how do you prioritize where you are when? Um, I like to say I set my schedule at about six in the morning by about 6.15 and it's already blown apart. Um, I'm, I'm pretty on my toes on stuff. Um, you know, I try to prioritize certainly uh, time of the year, right? So if we're in spring planning season, where are heavy agronomy locations? That I know we're going to be running running hard, long hours to try to gravitate towards those. And then, of course, when we get into the harvest season. So we have summer wheat harvest out here running from late late June into middle of July. So be around those high wheat areas. And then, of course, in fall harvest, where's our big corn, our irrigated corn areas, try to focus around that. So that's at a very high level. You know, more day-to-day is where, where am I needed? Um, which teams might have some projects going on that I could be there and help them with? Um, certainly... Um, you know, with the amount of staff we have, we have 200 team members out here that are running these locations. And so if there's staff meetings, safety meetings, could I make myself available there to, to check in and visit with the team? So those are some of the guiding principles that I try to do to, to put me somewhere. Yeah. So I just want to check the temperature of your growers in your geography. How are they feeling into 24? You know, they're optimistic. Again, we've we come off three pretty dry years up into this year. And then this summer, we finally got some moisture. And for those of you who are familiar with the, the Western High Plains area, you know, if we have a lot of spring moisture, that typically creates a lot of hail. And that is what we had. We had some very devastating hail events here. So that sort of demoralized some of the growers. But again, a lot of optimism coming into this winter. We have more moisture than we've had. Um, we've seen some reprieve on the retail ag prices for inputs. So that's, that's, um, 
um, you know, cheered some folks up. Unfortunately, some of the commodity prices have fallen off with that too. But um, just there is a lot of optimism that, hey, we're going to have some better growing conditions and um, to get out there. And the one thing is there's new technology every day, right? There's always something new in ag retail to help our growers, you know, whether that's with, you know, very, variable rate type technologies or, you know, new drone programs that we have going out for crop scouting, you know, in field. And um, I was at a trade show here just two weeks ago, and uh, there's a new technology out on the market that allows us to map compaction levels in soils. And that's a big thing out here due to our soil types. And so there's another new piece of technology that's just compaction is something these guys fought for decades. And now we might have a tool that helps us do a more um, methodical approach towards combating that. So there's excitement around technology too. Excellent. So we are talking to Evan Foost from CHS. We will be right back after this message from our sponsor. For today's industry spotlight, we have Kim Tudor, Technical Marketing Manager at BASF. Kim, tell me a little bit about planting date and the impact it can have on wheat crop establishment. Hi, good morning. Yes, the planting date is very important with regards to wheat production. As most wheat growers know, generally speaking, the earlier, the better. Uh, that way you can optimize the amount of tillers that you have with the end goal being two to three tillers per plant. Excellent. So Kim, also talk a little bit about how you recommend growers determine their disease control strategy this season to help maximize yield. Yeah, so one of those diseases in particular with regards to wheat that comes to mind is Fusarium head blight, also known as head scab. And head scab is a problem because it actually creates these mycotoxins, one of which is abbreviated DON. Dawn is a problem because it can actually have adverse health effects on both animals and humans. So the FDA actually implemented a limit on those Dawn levels, in particular with regards to cereals that are used for both baking and malting. And that level is actually really low. It's one to two parts per million. So if you take your grain to the elevator and you've got levels, they test for it and it's above that threshold, you can actually see an impact um, and a dockage of 50 cents to up to $2 a bushel. So again, um, that potential quality impact can really affect your bottom line. And Kim, how can a product like BASF's new Spherix fungicide help achieve the greatest reduction in disease and DON levels? So Spherix fungicide contains two of the most proven active ingredients for controlling DON. It's metconazole and prothioconazole. And our trials and studies have shown that when applying Spherix, uh, to your wheat crop, you're able to keep those thresholds um, below that one to two part per million 90% of the time. The other thing that's important to point out about Sparex is its rain fastness. So other products can take up to two hours, whereas Sparex is rain fast in as little as 15 minutes. And Kim, if folks want to learn more, where would you direct them? They can visit with their local BASF representative or agriculture.basf.us. And that is Kim Tudor, Technical Marketing Manager at BASF. Always read and follow label instructions. We're back on the Scoop podcast and our conversation with Evan Foose. Now, Evan, I was able to invite you on the podcast. We made a connection when you were named to our 40 under 40 class for 2023, a program sponsored by New Farm. So congratulations. Thank you. And what would you share, just some words for others who are in the early chapters of their career in ag retail? 
Uh, number one thing I'd share is try to learn as much as you can and be as exposed to as much as you can. Um, it's easy, I think, early on to find something that you're really passionate about and just really dig in on it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you certainly don't want it to close the door on something. Uh, you know, I, I never would have imagined that I would be sitting in eastern Colorado leaving a group of agri-retail sites. That is what I thought. That isn't what I had planned. And I'm happy as could be, and I love being here. So you just never know where, where your different things to talk and learn something. Every step of the way, you can learn something. Um, I've never had an experience I didn't take something away. And sometimes I like to say, sometimes I learn more from the bad experiences than the good. And so don't be afraid if sometimes something isn't going right or there's some negativity out in the world. Hey, that's life. But how can you learn from that to have it shape yourself to prepare you better for the future? No. Excellent. Okay, Evan, I like to kind of wrap up every interview with three lightning round questions. So the first one being, what is the most used app on your phone? Uh, the most used app on my phone, um, it would be uh, a weather app that I use. So, um, in the, you know, in agriculture, Weather is everything. That's what we depend on. And when you get out into the dry, arid climate or the high plains, it's even more so. Um, every tenth of moisture means something to us. So we're always watching that, planning around that, that how's it go. So, so certainly a weather app, a forecasting app, radar app, you know, those are the ones that I'm always, my thumb is gravitating towards as I'm trying to run the business here. Excellent. Okay. What is one prediction for the 24 growing season? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's, that's an excellent question. One prediction for the 24 growing season. Um, gosh, that's, um, I predict more stable fertilizer prices than we've seen in the last year. That's my prediction. And maybe that's more of a deep hope that's coming through as a prediction, but I'll take it either way. I like that. You're bridging the gap from deep hope to prediction. Okay. So yeah. Evan, if I gave you the magic wand and you could wave it and solve one problem, what problem are we solving? Water. Water, water, water. Right. The old, uh, the Mark Twain quote, whiskey's for drinking and water's for fighting about, um, you know, I look at agriculture in the U.S. and our limiting factor is water. And, and there, are, there are plenty of areas in the U.S. where that maybe isn't as much the case, but certainly out here in these arid areas, um, it's all about water. And, and Anybody listening to this, if you think it isn't, I would challenge you because think of how much of our grain that's grown, maybe say in the heart of the Corn Belt, is exported to areas like the Central Valley of California or the Panhandle of Texas to feed yards or West Kansas. The reason that is, is because they don't have enough water and they're running out. So um, water, water rights, water allocations, uh, effective use of water. Um, to me, that's the future of agriculture to keep us relevant on the world scene. Excellent. Well, Evan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Congratulations to being named 40 Under 40. If folks want to connect with you online or see what you guys are up to, even on social media, where would you direct them? Um, so hop onto our website, chshighplains.com. Um, you can find my contact information there under the leadership page. Um, welcome anyone to reach out. I'm always happy to connect with fellow, um, you know, ag supporters and those in the industry. Excellent. So that is Evan Foost. I'm Margie Eckelkamp, editor of The Scoop. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. 
go ahead, give us a five-star review. If you're listening to this podcast online, click out of your browser, pick up your phone, find us on your favorite podcast app and go ahead and click follow or subscribe. If you want to follow us on X or Twitter, you can at Farmers Advisor. We're also on Facebook and always at www.thedailyscoop.com. Until we are back on the podcast, I wish everyone a safe and productive season. Hey, Peter. That's me, just an ordinary guy. Listen, quick favor. At least I used to be, before Spherex Fungicide. With two active ingredients, it gave me power to defeat Dawn. Now... When you're done thwarting evil, you mind getting my cat out of that tree? Everyone thinks I'm some kind of superhero. And I thought I heard a runaway train earlier. So I get a lot of save them and fix that, and of course... Epic hero montages. But hey, for wheat and barley quality, I'll do what it takes to save the season. Spherex Fungicide from BASF. Always read and follow label directions.